Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 136, and today we'll be talking about Crack the Whip. I'm GC13, and if I may interject from the future, Sophia profusely apologizes for the quality of her microphone for the first portion of this episode. And I'm Sophia. This is, this along with all the Amethyst episodes we get following this point, are some of my favorite in the series. It surpasses the Bismuth episodes. It even Ooh. it even holds its own against mindful education simply because I love Amethyst so much and those episodes just hurt so good. See, Amethyst Amethyst at the end was great after she reformed, but for me it was the sudden Stevani out of nowhere that did it for me. Well yes, of course. Basically every single fan in this show has been predicting that forever. It's interesting that this is when the show decided for it to become a thing. Because, I mean, like, everyone everyone and their dog has been dying to see Stevani riding lion, Steven Shield, <laughs> and Rose's sword forever. Really, I think that getting a Stevani riding lion in this episode kind of spoiled us. I mean, that already... <laughs> I know, we thought it was going to be slow, slow, slow. We thought maybe Stevani fighting on her own, and then Stevani fighting with the shield, and then Stevani fighting with the sword, and then maybe online. But no, we got the whole package all dragged up in one. And against Jasper, no less. <laughs> Jasper is dense. And in both the figurative and metaphorical sense, I think we <laughs> discussed this in uh, Alone at Sea. But she's a tough cookie. She's a very tough cookie. And I think it's because, like, compared to corrupted monsters, gems are a lot more durable. Corrupted oh, monsters yeah. seem a lot more... I mean, Sadie was able to take one out with a sharp stick. Yeah, although it does seem that um, being impaled is definitely the way to go when it comes to gems. Being impaled, even if it's just a minor stab does a really good job of destabilizing their forms. Yeah, Garnet with her fists always seems like she's fighting at a huge disadvantage. You'd think that she'd want a sword or something. She needs to do, like, those finger jabs. Just poke Jasper in the eye? <laughs> hmm. Jasper would totally put her hand up and block it, though. I doubt she could squeeze Jasper. <laughs> she could try, though. That would be funny to watch. Yeah, I mean, it would be... I think Jasper's strength, head-to-head with Garnet's strength. Jasper wins Yeah, Jasper would win. However, Garnet has the agility and speed and know-how. Jasper's just sort of like, I run at the thing until it's no longer a threat. Garnet's more of a strategic fighter. Although she also is a bit of a brute in her own sense, in her own way. I mean, we always knew that Amethyst, though, was weaker than Garnet, who is herself a bit weaker than Jasper, but the gulf between Amethyst and Jasper in this episode is astounding. Yes. It, it, yeah, I think it's insanity. It is not just raw strength. I mean, Jasper has her completely crushed for raw strength, but she's also a much better fighter than Amethyst, which is to be expected. She's been campaigning for thousands of years, I'm sure. Well, yes, and Jasper was just playing the game with this. Like, she wasn't even trying. Like, she just sort of stood there and slapped her about like a wind chicken. Was, there was no contest at all. Like, Amethyst couldn't even put a dent in Jasper. 
I mean, you see later on, though, why Amethyst is so keen to increase the speed of her whip. I mean, Jasper just caught it was like, like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. You think it would even cut her hand a little bit, like that was intense. But, um... She needs the wapoosh. But that's not necessarily to say that Amethyst isn't a good fighter. I think it's more to say that Jasper is obscenely strong. Like, just unimaginably powerful. To the point oh yeah, she does berate Amethyst for you could have been me. It's like, no, old, there was, you are the only you that came off of this entire planet, Jasper. What are you talking about? Like, I'm pretty sure all those, um, all those quartz gems at the human zoo don't even stand a chance against Jasper. He could slap them away with ease. And so, mm. I mean, all of them at her at once might be a bit different, but yeah, it's been... Jasper's definitely just OP. Super OP. And it's not until she is become corrupted that she was even capable of being OP. Because, like, as we've seen, corrupted gems tend to be a lot more fragile. They tend to be a yeah, lot and then Paradoxus gives her the old stabby stab. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pearl seems to be the one with the best weapon in all the crystal gems, because stabbing is definitely the most effective, you know. Even if it's a regular, relatively minor wound that would, like a human could even hope to recover from, seems to flip a gem right then and there. Which is interesting, because the opposite is with humans. Like, looking at battle wounds and the effectiveness of certain weapons, stabbing and slashing is not nearly as effective as blunt force trauma. It depends on where the blunt force trauma is, too. You basically have to go for the head if you want to take somebody out of the game. Well, crushing in your ribs, breaking your bones, like, a stab wound does cut into your body. A stab would kill you with much less energy expenditure than the same amount of blunt force to the ribs. If if I were going to have somebody hold either a baseball bat or a sword in their hand and then jab it into my chest as hard as they could, I'd rather they have a baseball bat. bat is lighter. It's much lighter. So we're going to come at me with, like, a mace. I'd rather they slam me in the ribs as hard as they could with a brick than jab me in the stomach with a sword. Mm-hmm. I guess that depends. That really depends on the context. But yeah, I feel like blunt force is a lot more damaging in the long run. Though Stevani stole the show, this was in large part Amethyst's episode. Yes, I think beyond the the surprise and wonder at Stevani's moment. Amethyst really, this was her episode. This was, this episode was really, the whole message and theme about it was about her. Oh yeah, you see how irresponsible she is at the start? Teasing Pearl, stealing donuts, shaking up cans of soda. I have a lot to say about that. So I think we can kind of start with the idea that Amethyst does have this big sister identity. She was always the smallest and always the youngest and the least experienced until Stephen was born. And then she had a bit of a higher role. She was, uh, in a sense, a caretaker of Stephen, even if it was, even if she took to that role very casually. She, she has this very casual attitude toward responsibility, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's not important to her. She's just, you know, not necessarily as serious as Garnet or Pearl might be. Which, which kind of shows that, like, the whole forefront of the episodes was just to show Amethyst's strengths, and the whole, the whole battle was kind of to show her weaknesses. 
and to hold them side by side, and then to show that Amethyst is not fixating on her strengths. She's fixating on her weaknesses. Well, they they did give her a good showing against the corrupted courts in the beginning there. Yeah. She soloed that thing. I don't want to say with ease, but it wasn't too much trouble for her. Much earlier in the series, and there would have been nothing she could have done about that. Yeah, I mean, like, and she she doesn't just show, like, being strong. Like, she shows strategy and technique and skill that goes beyond just, you know, the talent that Jasper has of just being big. And can, you know, suplex a massive monster. With a- yeah, suplex a huge boulder just because she can. But yeah, and I mean, like, Amethyst's strengths, besides that in combat, are really important, too. Because Stephen and Connie are being faced with this huge responsibility and magical destiny, both of them, honestly, even maybe more so. But they have just this huge, serious issue that they have to deal with, and they're like little kids. They're teeny tiny little babies. I think Amethyst actually did have a pretty good inspirational speech about how, you know, in, in a fight, it's all about being able to react in the moment. And it does kind of speak to the fact that you know, she may be overcooked, but she's still a quartz. She's got some degree of fighting instincts in there. And yeah. Although I would quibble with Amethyst, and I'd say, well, you, you know, the better you've trained, the more instinctive your actions are, the better you'll be. But she is kind of right. You can't well, her, be too rigid her message was more that um, your nerves will work against you, and that you need to sort of slip into that automatic part of you that the automatic part is honed with training, but you need to be able to feel that. And you also Get need loose, to be able as to it were. like cause the more you're just gonna psych yourself out if you just keep on thinking about the fights that you're gonna fail. Which is something that Amethyst, you know, she should have taken her own advice, as we see later in the mm-hmm. episode and later in the following episodes. Well we talk about life lessons that the show teaches us. That's actually a subtle lesson how Amethyst is all about don't worry about it and then as soon as it's her she starts worrying about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like it's something that that she's allowing Connie and Steven to be kids and, and to have fun and to feel comfortable and to enjoy being alive, which is something they really need just as much as they would need combat training. And so, you know, like you can't have these kids being put into these adult situations without them feeling like their childhood is being robbed from them. And Amethyst very much, it is important to her that they have fun, even if she doesn't necessarily acknowledge it. Like, it does, it does matter. And her... I wouldn't say that she was just trying to let them be kids, because remember, she's like, you, oh, you, lucky you, you have the training day off, what do you want to do? And then it cuts to them training, and they're like, hey, Amethyst, you weren't even watching. You know, they they, they enjoy it, the the training. They want her to be like, woo, go team! Hmm. Hmm. That is a good point. I mean, it, it is a bit of Amethyst's irresponsibility showing at this episode, although she does have their best interests at heart. She's also very bored by the training and wants to have some fun. I did I did like just the bit where they're running at the seagulls. Yes, that was and, absolutely precious. And, and and then Lion's just trailing along. It was actually very funny to see Lion just tagging along this whole time. I loved him in the carousel. Yes. Not the carousel. Yes, Ferris that was wheel. a beautiful What's shot. What's it called? How are we forgetting? Uh, Ferris wheel? A, a fer- oh, yeah, okay. Carousel's like with the horses. 
<laughs> yep. Yes, in the I knew what suit. you meant. Yes. But I mean, it's just like lion in a box, except it's a Ferris wheel. Yeah, lion has the uncanny ability to appear whenever he is needed. <laughs> Plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was actually quite convenient that Lion decided to tag along. Maybe he has future vision like Garnet. <laughs> oh, speaking of Garnet's future vision, I love the best case scenario is that we don't have to worry about Jasper next week. So oh, there boy. was a possibility where they found Jasper. Well, there was a possibility that they didn't find Jasper. Mm-hmm. They didn't but have to fight they, her. But Stevani poofed her. Mm-hmm. So there, there Stevani did not move Jasper. Stevani could have. Was a possibility. Yeah, I found it interesting that they didn't keep fighting. Like, they just let Jasper sort of slowly sink into the ocean. I mean, that's the that's the superhero supervillain rule, so you have to let the other guy make his escape. Yeah, I don't like that. You just run at them with the sword. Mm. Hmm. I mean, neither Steven nor Connie are the cold-blooded, press-your-advantage kind of person. And then Jasper, I mean, she's never going to give up, but that doesn't mean she has to stay in a losing fight. Yeah, I think I mean, she, she had to know Amethyst would come back soon. Yeah. I mean, I think it just shows how good-natured Stephen and Connie are. I guess she lives in the ocean now. <laughs> that is hilarious. I just love that she's so freaking heavy that she can't swim, so she just walks along the bottom of the ocean. Which must take, like, forever to get around. Yeah. I mean... Mm. Because you have to go through every trench and mountain and fault line and everything. Oh, she could probably jump over the trenches. True, but it would be slow. So there are a couple quotes in this episode that really say a lot but by saying very little. And the kind of first one I want to go over is um, when Amethyst was playing Lars in the donut <laughs> shop. It was Stephen. He said... Um, so, you know, it's just Amethyst being Amethyst by not being Amethyst, which is something that a lot of fans have kind of looked into about how Amethyst shapeshifting is very much an escape from being herself. Mm. So that's kind of what it implies. And I think it was definitely a sort of foreshadowing how Amethyst is not very much happy with who she is. Well, this is this is well after Reformed. So yeah. theoretically, she should be best this by now, but I guess hold habits die hard. Yeah, I think Amethyst may have been more aware of how she felt, but not necessarily been through the whole process. Like, you know, she <laughs> hit the first step. What is it like the the most important step is acknowledging that you have a problem? Like, she still has other steps. There's still more to realizing it. And so. Yeah, well. I mean, eventually we'll get her through it. Yes. And and something else I do want to mention, which was just a little thing, but it really, like, I don't know, it really struck a chord in me, was how when Amethyst shook the can to spray Stephen in the face, and Stephen was, like, <laughs> looking a little Come bit upset on. about it. Like, it just kind of had that not cool Amethyst. Yeah, and then she sprayed herself. Like, I kind, of, I kind of see, like, just this little bit of a hint of character development, because... Early in the show, Amethyst would not have sprayed herself. She would have just laughed at Steven and, you know, not really cared if it hurt his feelings. But, you know, this Amethyst is a lot more good-natured and cares a little bit more about making sure her jokes aren't that mean, I think. Yeah. Another quote that I thought was cute, if not so much foretelling, but um, 
when Jasper asked, where's your army? And Stephen was like, they're not here right now. (laughs) We've seen this, not necessarily a lot, but definitely enough to the point where Stephen is kind of bad at playing like he is stronger than he actually is. Oh, yeah. For some reason, it just makes me think of his, have a great weekend, to Peridot. (laughs) Yeah, he's just, the poor boy can't lie. He's way too earnest with his opponents. He can't. Like, they're not even enemies to him. They're just opponents. Yeah, he doesn't really understand the consequences of his actions in that regard. I think it was the same. Although, to be fair, to be fair to Steven, like, what's Jasper gonna do, like, if Garnet and Pearl are there? She's, like, she's waiting for him to summon them, basically. So all him... I mean, the best he could have done was a king and say, oh, they'll be back in ten minutes. Let me let me go call them <laughs> on the cell phone. And maybe she would have waited. No, I think, like, I think if all the crystal gems, including Lion and Connie, teamed up against Jasper, Jasper would be very hard-pressed. No, she never escape. would stand a chance against the, the whole team. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, even Sardonyx would be able to just manhandle her. It would not even be a fair fight. I mean, you saw what Smokey was able to do. And that mm-hmm. was just Amethyst. Yeah, Smokey was... If if Smokey Quartz was something close to a fair fight, then Garnet plus Pearl plus Connie, nothing. It was boom. Monsters would have been poofed. Jasper would have been poofed. It would have been over with. Yeah, like, Smoky Quartz versus Jasper is, like, uh, NFL football team versus really good college football team. Like, obviously you know who's going to win, but at least the losing side can try. But, yeah, Sar- Sardonyx would have just been something else. <laughs> just smushed her with her four arms. I, I I could literally squish you right now. It would not be hard. <laughs> Can you just imagine Sardonic saying that, but with a sinister glare in her eye? Oh, I, I think she would do something more like pulling Jasper apart. But um, <laughs> like yeah, there would be Jasper could do very little besides flee into the ocean if all five of them were there. I don't know, just Jasper. Maybe. Again, I just find it hard to believe that she would be like, Oh, hi, I can hit you on the beach now. Oh, uh, I guess I'm going to leave. Well, she it would be after quite a... Like, not for a lack of trying. She would definitely throw a couple punches in there. Probably hold her own for a few seconds, but... Not as soon as those whips start fusing. Oh, if you're not fighting fair, I'm out of here, squares. Well, I think they would also have a pretty good chance not fused because jasper's just one gem and she would have a lot of trouble fending off so many individuals even if the individuals are stronger if they're fused together i think even garnet and pearl could probably could probably two-team her yeah i think garnet and pearl they would be it would be tough because pearl's all about that flank and garnet's tough enough to force jasper to pay attention to her so she'd have spears in the back, whatever. <laughs> Machine gun fire, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steven, Connie, and Amethyst would take out the gem monsters and Pearl and Garnet could fend off Jasper, I think. I think Pearl and Garnet... Garnet. Garnet. There's only Garnet. Um, Pearl and Garnet versus Jasper. I think in the end, Pearl and Garnet would win, but it would be... It would be a tough fight. It would be 
about as fairly matched as it could get. Yeah, because I will say this in Jasper's defense. In Jailbreak, Garnet was having the fight of her life. So. Yeah, Garnet, like, that was her in her absolute best and Jasper in her absolute worst. Like, it was... I don't know. Jasper brought her A-game too, but... Yeah, but she was thrown into a the power reactor. Yeah, and then she, like, gets up two minutes later. Didn't even poop her. <laughs> After being thrown from orbit into the Earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, why won't you die? <laughs> I mean, I guess Jasper is, like, the homeworld zombie man. Jasper, she's just tough. It's it's hard to get something to phase her. But uh, Amethyst's Amethyst's reformation, though, in this episode, so sad. Yeah, she tried to make herself big. It is kind of funny, though. It looks like she has braces, which which I guess is to kind of make her look nerdier and thus weaker. I think that was just the very quick shot. Because, you know, they do that with the gems other times, where they have, like, just the cross-sections of the teeth when they're being bared. But um, it did look like braces for a second. I think it was more by accident, though. The effect works so well to make her seem weaker in this. I'm I'm not sure it's unintentional. Yeah, I just... Amethyst was doing very well at the beginning of the fight. She was very much saying how, like, there is more to her than how good of a fighter she is, and... You know, like, just because she was born big doesn't mean that, you know, she is lack of worth. And then Jesper shows that being born big has its advantages. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, and I think something that was kind of amusing to me was Amethyst, you know, saying to Jasper, why, like, why don't you get a life? <laughs> yes, and the Jasper's fighting is my life. But I think that was funny, because that's just that, that one response. I think it was from um, One Punch Man. Where he gets hate mail, and he responds mm-hmm. very casually, like, now here's a guy with free time. <laughs> Genos is all getting ready to find and hunt down, you know, hunt down and <laughs> teach a lesson, and sometimes like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, and, it, and I feel like this was kind of similar, and it amused me to think about it. But um, another thing in the episode that I do want to point out is Stevani confronting Jasper and saying, like, <laughs> you have nothing interesting to say until it is an apology. Until you give Amethyst an apology. And I feel like that it might not necessarily mean it, but if Jasper were to ever have any sort of redemption arc, it would have to start with that. Like, that is going to be one of the first things Jasper might have to do in order for her to ever be redeemed. She's done a lot of stuff at this point. Yeah, but I think Amethyst has already forgiven her, so it'll be more Jasper bringing herself to ask for the forgiveness. Well, yeah, yeah, it's not about it's not about Amethyst, it's about Jasper. Amethyst has at the, at the current point in the show um has Yeah, by by the time of Earthlings. Yeah, I, I, I not Earthlings, more with the, the, the recent wrestling one, Tiger Philanthropist. Well, no, I was more thinking of how she, just how sad she looked for, for Jasper. Yeah, um, yeah. When she and, bubbled her. And if Jasper were to apologize, it wouldn't be about Amethyst needing the apology, but more Jasper needing to make it. And for her to have that development. But yeah, um, mm. whether or not we will get a Jasper redemption arc is yet to be seen. I think- I'm still crossing my fingers. I want to see a Jasper- in the Crystal Gems. She, our gem. I mean, Skinny would be a nice addition, but I want to see our Big Buff Cheeto Puff as well. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I think, I don't know, Jasper could very well be a martyr or mm. redeemed. I think both, in my personal opinion, are very equally likely. Either Jasper does become redeemed and does become a, not, not necessarily a crystal gem, but, you know, like, the good qualities in her override the bad ones and goes goes and hangs out yeah at the barn i mean remember uh peridot was missing the pitter patter pitter patter of fully grown soldiers i'm just saying yeah foreshadowing uh, yeah and, and 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 neither that or jasper dies in one final redeeming moment after realizing the mm. flaws in her actions or whatever like sacrifices herself to save the others Maybe in the end, Stephen like regains the ability to hear heal shattered gems, or whatever. Mm. Or he so, who knows? Who, who knows? Who knows? Uh, but poor, poor Amethyst standing there, realizing how unnecessary she was, while Stephen and Connie run off excited. Yeah, that was that was a tough, tough moment. Heavy stuff. I mean, we'll see next week when we talk about Stephen versus Amethyst. But she did not take. Uh, that fight, well, uh, we later find out. Yeah, and I think Amethyst, um, I think anyone, really, in that situation would feel kind of crappy. Like, the real, I say, comfort that she could have given herself is that she was just really unlucky. If Steven and Connie had fused and Amethyst had fought alongside them, it would have been a much different story. The fact that they yeah. had beaten Jasper by the time Amethyst had reformed, it was just it was just unlucky at that point. Like if Amethyst had not been poofed, it, Stephen and Connie had well, still. Remember, fused. Amethyst was the one who called dibs. She's like, "I'm the experienced fighter. I can handle Jasper." Yeah, but imagine that Stephen and Connie. It took them a little while longer, and Amethyst had reformed, and the the mm. the two of them ah. Uh went after Jasper together, I think it would have been a much more um, positive experience. But in this situation... Yeah, but I don't think that's so much luck as it's whole, well, geez, Jasper was able to manhandle me, and then here Stevani is seeing her right off, and I rushed that reformation. Well, Stevani didn't exactly, you know, whip Jasper around like a dead chicken again. They, uh surprised her at most. Stevani still made it clear to Jasper that she was not winning that fight. Well, I mean, I think it was just so much Jasper was surprised more than she was defeated. And I think she she kind of realized, you know, quit while you're ahead and didn't want to test her strength straight up against Stevani. Right then and there, she wanted to maybe be a little bit more strategic and you know, live to fight another day. But, yeah, Stevani didn't, like, you know, crush Jasper. Like, they held their own at the most. So, eh. yeah, it was It was just, I think it was bad luck in the sense of how everything happened really free, like, phrased the I give, whole I give Stevani clear advantage in that exchange. Yeah, I think it was definitely... Jasper underestimating Stevani, underestimating all of them, as well as um, Stevani having the element of surprise. Although Stevani's attack on Jasper was mm, 
excellent. I yeah, loved I love the way it. that was animated. Please. I love just her kind of, you know, throwing herself, you know, o- over Lion and over the the snow monster and like her feet sort of swinging in the air and the perspective. Yeah, I love the that. determination and the whole. Well, you know, I'm not my form's not perfect, but I'm going for it. Yeah, and like I, I don't know, just something about that shot where her feet are swinging through the air as she's getting that leverage she needs to like slam dunk Jasper into the ground. Um, I like that. I like that shot, and I like the whole just, you know. If Jasper hadn't been wearing her helmet, she would have been in yeah. sure trouble indeed. I mean, so you think you think Stevani is uh, could be a new dunk master? <laughs> Stevani plays basketball against Kevin. Get dunked on! Yeah, it was... Um, oh, that would be funny. It was all interesting. There's just a lot. I could talk for hours about this episode and still have mm. more things to wonder, but... Ah, uh, but... Oof. Oof. Stephen versus Amethyst next week. Ooh, I'm going to be there too. Mm-hmm. I will try. I will try. I have a lot of things due up next week. The sort of pre-final, get all your late stuff in before, you know, you fail because you didn't do any freaking work the whole semester. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully, cross at our fingers. But mm-hmm. I guess before we go, I should say that we have Heard the good news from Cartoon Network, and there will be new Steven Universe airing starting on May 8th, Monday. Well, um, minus one because of the leaked episode, which I'm pretty sure... Well, it'll still be new for television, so... (laughs) All the hardcore fans have flung themselves. If you have not seen the trailer for the new episodes we'll be getting, it's, uh... I I Mm. classify it as what we really are... (laughs) <laughs> Except with footage to uh, back up the promises they're making. So, I mean, just get ready, fan base. This is going to be intense. I don't even want to start making theories because I'll end up spoiling it for myself because of how accurate I'll end up being and how accurate everyone else will end up being. But, um, like, even if you don't start analyzing every freaking frame of that uh, teaser trailer, like, stuff is gonna go down. Oh, yeah gonna go down and um i'm hype i tend to think that sometimes i've become a more casual fan and then they release the bomb episodes and i'm just like vibrating in my seat that might be the caffeine talking it's gonna be intense but uh we'll see what we'll see what happens if you're not here maybe i'll uh maybe i'll discuss the preview a little bit who knows yeah i think uh fireside chat with GC would not do Stephen versus Amethyst justice. Not even close. But we'll see what happens next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I hit my microphone. And I'm Sophia. Leave us a review on iTunes. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.